Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year And I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. Ben's not wrong at all. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, as always, we are 100% gluten-free. I haven't brought it up the last few weeks, but uh, if you listen to this podcast, you have no fear of having gluten hit you. Uh, I am Ben Dieter. You can find me at bdieter75 on Twitter. At CJB underscore RR for CJ Berryman. And I don't know why that gluten thing came up, but go go, go with it. Hey, you know, sometimes you got you to let people know, you know, I mean. All right. It's a trend, so I'm trying to catch the trend. Okay. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Give me all the gluten. I don't care. No, I'm not doing it in my personal life. I just meant our podcast is gluten-free. Oh. Yeah, see, if you you listen, there's no gluten in our podcast, so you're safe. All right. What about the people that want the gluten? Uh, Then they can uh, go become a patron and get our special gluten episode. There we go. All right. <laughs> Got to yes. take care of everybody. That's right. And that was a great segue. Thank you. Into our Patreon. We have a Patreon, the Ranger Report on Patreon. Go check it out. We have a buy me a coffee where you can just donate a couple bucks to us. And then, of course, our store. We now have hoodies in our store. Thanks to CJ telling me we should have hoodies in our store. I went ahead and put some in there. So we are uh, we're building that up. So take a look at it and buy. And we sent some stuff to the winner of the February trivia contest. So he was excited about that. Um, he'll probably tweet something when he gets it. Um, so let's. Start he should. Off. He yeah. should. You got to tweet your free stuff. Exactly, man. Hey, everybody loves free stuff. Mm-hmm. I me especially. Speaking of free stuff, um, we have been doing a greatest ranger poll, and CJ, we were talking about this off the air. I'm a little surprised at one of those uh, final uh, final four matchups. No doubt, Michael Young only with a two vote lead over Adrian Beltre. What? Yeah, I thought that would be a blowout personally, but uh, there's, I think, less than a day left to vote on it. 
Yeah, well, it, it just goes to tell you how much Adrian Beltre was beloved around here. Not that it's not deserved at all, um, but it's just most recent. And yeah, I mean, it's no, no shot against him at all. Uh, but I just think Michael Young uh, was kind of the, the nuts and bolts and the glue to everything. And Beltre added to it. Uh, so I see things a little differently, but I, hey, that's why we're doing the voting. Get your opinions. That's right. And Beltre, of course, was one of my favorite players in the last decade. You know, Michael Young and Michael Young's one of my favorite all time. And like you said, it's no disrespect to Adrian. I wouldn't have been surprised had he actually got in there, but I thought it would either be a blowout or, you know, I don't know. I didn't expect it to be this close. So it's been like you said, turning it over to Rangers fans. It's been kind of fun watching how this thing has turned out. Yeah, it's just it's it's neat. And you get to see. I mean, obviously, Adrian was a fan favorite. There's, I mean, there's no yeah. reason he shouldn't be uh, at least in the Final Four for sure and, and, and close to Young. But, boy, uh, you sent me the stats earlier in the week, and Beltre was in the lead. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's really surprising. But, uh, yeah, I, it's, just, it's just nice to, to hear the opinions and kind of see what the, what the fan base as a whole kind of thinks. And then on the other side, Pudge, unless it, there's just a huge surge for Nolan, it looks like Pudge has got that. So I think our final is going to be Pudge versus uh, Michael Young. So we'll have that up as soon as I get the poll results and we'll get that moving. So that's going to be a really fun one. Yeah, is that as it stands right now, that would be the case. And I, man, I would not be surprised either way if it's Michael or pudge and and at this rate even beltray or pudge so i wouldn't be surprised if any one of the three ends up being the favorite all-time of our voters and you know what i'll do too i'll do as well forrest ben i'll do my own round of 64 and give my give my opinions on uh what who should be the number one overall ranger i haven't done my own yet so that's right. wrong well, with me well it took me quite a while to put this whole thing together but it was so much fun to go back and research and you know uh, it'd be nice to get paid for this kind of stuff and have it as a job but you know we're so crazy that we love the rangers so much we go and do this stuff for free yeah ranger crazy and i'll just uh next week i'll have my round of, uh my 64 bracket done and we'll go from there all right, that sounds fantastic because our mine will be done by then, so that'll be great. Yep. All right. Well, uh, everybody's opinion will be wrong except mine. We'll just believe it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm interested to do it and see what happens. Uh, might have some upsets in there and might might torque torque some people off. But you know what? Hey. Opinions yep. or opinions. That's right. I had some favorite upsets in mind, like uh, like A Rod going out in the first round, even though that one was great. Yeah, that one was great. We had a few like that. Mike Napoli beat out. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but I was surprised by that one too. But he was another huge fan favorite. I think the people that voted for Napoli obviously hung out with him in the downtown club scene. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that is our greatest Ranger bracket, so stay tuned to the RangerReport.com as that final poll will come out probably Wednesday. So, all right, let's move on to spring training and actual baseball being played now. There is uh, an injury bug that seems to be uh, to scraping the Rangers. We've already talked about, you know, several of them last week that are out, like Jonathan Hernandez. But today it came down that Jose LeClerc is going to miss significant time again. Yep, and it's a uh, you worry about these because it was elbow yeah uh, the elbow elbow inflammation and elbow elbow discomfort and when you hear that these days the immediate thought is what ben tommy john surgery tommy john surgery so that's definitely a concern and it is actually going to lead into some discussion by us and i'm sure it's already been happening with uh, all the rangers fans listening 
who's going to be in the closer role and we will discuss that here shortly we will yeah there are there are a few options obviously but yeah he's I mean, after missing most of last year, of course, it was a short season, but he missed most of last year with an injury and now starting off with some elbow discomfort. Like you said, just a terrible thing for a guy who had a fantastic 2019 and has just kind of not been able to stay healthy since. Yep. It's just it's definitely a concern, especially since they just signed him to a long term contract as well. Not a not a Ruggie type contract, but a, a nice, healthy one to get him locked under control through his controllable years, plus a couple years after that. So. So, yeah, it's, it's just disappointing because you're not seeing any bang for the buck at this point because you can't get him on the field. Exactly. So I think uh, that that is bad news. Now, today, there were a few more injuries that came down, but I don't think either of these are quite as serious. David Dahl took a ball off the knee and was pulled out of the game. And then uh, it looked like Chris Davis took a pitch off the head but of course he later said after the game that it hit his shoulder first so it wasn't a direct shot to his head yeah as we talked about before before coming on here david Dahl's injury woody said that chris woodward said that he likely would have stayed in the game if it was a regular season game so that one's not as concerning although he'll probably actually get a couple days off because of swelling and bruising and all that kind of stuff which is which is just fine it's spring training He's penciled in as your left fielder. I'll go ahead and say that, and we'll get in more of that later as well. But uh, yep. Chris Davis, yeah, scary situation there. He, sing- he sounded fine. He said he said he was fine, but he's obviously going to be in concussion protocol at first. So, oh well. Yep, and then what he also said that David Dahl would have continued in the game had it been a regular season game. So I don't think – I think that's a spring training. You get the rest of the day off because you took a ball off the knee. Yeah, no, nah, he's it's yeah, it sounds fine. Ball off the knee, just rub some dirt on it, as they the old timers would say, and get back in the batter's box. So, no, no worries there. I don't sound like no, I don't think so. When I first heard he got pulled out, I was like, oh no, you got to be kidding me. But as I read on it, I was like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I was afraid it was going to be. <laughs> well, yeah, because we 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 just talked about too the the injury to to Willie Calhoun. Yeah, and now you have Dahl and Davis getting these these injuries here back to back and you start wondering okay now we were we were talking about dh last week now it's dh and left field what's going to happen but uh, yep. luckily these injuries don't seem to be too bad no i think though and, and like i said even if willie misses opening day i think he'll be back in pretty quickly i don't think he'll be out for very long yeah i hope so. i hope, hope that's the case it sounds last i heard that the target is opening day and the hope is that he'll be ready for that so right now he's looking to be looking to be in the opening day uh, lineup as is last i heard so right now well, that's all we know and uh one i forgot to mention uh on the on what i sent you yeah i was about to say big one josh young is josh. uh gonna be out for a while mm-hmm. was it uh leg i believe leg so. injury yeah i'm looking it up again right now he's gonna be out uh, i believe what they say two months yes. yes so yeah that's definitely unfortunate because as we talked about Making the opening day roster just wasn't going to happen. He hasn't had yeah. any professional at bats, and you wanted to see him go down to double A AA or triple A, whichever, and get a bunch of at bats, as many as possible. And then, bam, that's getting delayed another uh, another extensive amount of time. So, man, that's just that's unfortunate for the future. Yeah, because uh, it delays what what we're wanting to see, and that's Josh Jung at third base. But it also kind of kind of solidifies a little bit who's going to be on the roster at third so yeah we'll we'll get into that a little bit in, in a, as well 
But yeah. that's definitely unfortunate. You just you do, you want to see him getting as much playing time right now as possible. Exactly. And I went to it to a great site to to look up. It was the Ranger Report on Instagram. That's where I posted it. <laughs> but yeah, he he has a fracture in his left foot and he'll miss six to eight weeks. So it's a stretch fracture. It's not like a full break. So it shouldn't be. He should be able to start doing baseball activities probably within four to five weeks. Yeah, I hope so. And now follow the Ranger Report on Twitter and Instagram. You're going to get the updates just as just as the uh, the pros of pros do it. Yeah, and as often as I can, I try to put out a lineup. Of course, if anyone checked today's, I spelled somebody's name wrong. I, and no one said anything, so I'm guessing no one noticed. I said David Dunning. David Dunning. Well, if you wouldn't have mentioned it, nobody might have known about it. I know, but now I call myself <laughs> out. Um, you know what? That's integrity right there. That's See, right. We, this is a show of integrity. That's uh, that's Dane Dunning for those keeping track. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you know, uh, we need to have like a swear jar, uh, a name wrong jar that we have to put money in every time. Every time we do that wrong. Well, it's a good thing we're doing it now because you know a few weeks ago when you couldn't say a certain Rangers name, but now we're very proud to be able to say it, and that is Mike Fultonivitz. Yeah, you don't have to worry about putting the money in the jar this time. That's right. I'm not going to call him uh, Fedorovich again. Fedorovich or Fultonovich or yeah, whatever or else it was. Fultonovitzikists or whatever I was trying to call him. Yeah, Fultonovitz. I've got it now. All right, all right. So no, no, no swear slash name jar this this time. Not this time for him anyway. Not yet. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, the podcast is still young. We got 20 minutes left. I could still mess something up. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm, I'm going to give you a shot here. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Leclerc and all the injuries, where does this take us on the closer role? Do you think? Well, uh, I seem like a prophet, kind of. No, not really. But <laughs> we talked about, you know, who could be the closer if if uh, something were to happen, an injury were to happen or whatever. And sure enough, we were talking about Ian Kennedy, who has closer experience, World Series experience and all that good stuff. And we were anticipating him being seventh, eighth inning, likely eighth inning type guy. Well, now he'd be the odds on early favorite to jump into that role, wouldn't you say? I would definitely say so. I think Ian Kennedy probably just made the team with that injury. Yeah, for sure, if he hadn't already. So look for him to be the closer. Now, this is not official or anything, but we are just basing you know, off of what our common sense kind of t- points us to is that he'd be the guy that would, that would take that spot in the, as the closer for the Rangers, at least for the foreseeable, foreseeable future and hopefully not the year, but it doesn't. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, and so far this year, he's been he's gotten into four games, pitched four innings, struck four guys out, given up no runs, and has a whip of .25. That's not that's 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 is that good? I think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he pretty much had his his spot on the roster certainly pinned in and is, is the likely favorite to be the closer. I hear it a few minutes. I can't wait. We're going to do our roster predictions again. You know because. Yeah. We got 10 days, so we'll have one more next week because the season actually opens next Thursday, I believe, or Wednesday. I think that's I think that's right. I yeah. think it's Thursday. Yeah, April 1st, whatever day that is. You'd think I would know, you know. Yeah, we should know, and I'll get that for I you. I do some great yeah, research. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. okay, I was right. All right. Well, baseball usually opens on a Thursday, so that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, and we're not April fooling you on that one. April 1st is the start date. That's right. So uh, we're going to have um, all the Rangers in the world on that day during the game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> April Fool's. <No. laughs> uh, see, now that's, well, we, that's, you just gave it away, man. We could have, we could have introed with that. 
I know. What am I? What on was that I day, what was Golly. I thinking? <laughs> yeah, we might do. I haven't talked to CJ about this yet, but we might do two podcasts that week: one on Monday and then one on a Thursday morning, getting ready for the season. Yeah, I think we'll have to to talk uh, the roster, the opening day roster itself, and some uh, some guys going out of the minor leagues. Because as we've talked about, we are going to cover minor leagues to a very large extent this year, because we do have access now to Frisco and Double A. And Round Rock and AAA, and we are likely going to have a lot of access in the single-A clubs as well. So get ready because it's it's all going to be coming at you. It is all going to be coming at you. But, yeah, and also the the day the season opens, I always like to do uh, World Series and, you know, playoff predictions and all that. So we'll we'll handle all that the day the season opens. Yeah, we'll do that, and we'll, uh, we'll of course, be right. So uh, oh, at the course. end of the year, it's going to be – so don't even bother watching baseball. Just know that what that prediction is – it's as long as it's mine and Ben's, you know, Ben's won't be right. But as long as it's mine, go with my my uh, prediction. It's going to be right. So don't even worry about the season. Yeah, I think I have Baltimore winning the World Series. So. Uh. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I think uh, they I think they were given a zero point zero percent chance. Uh, I'll give them a zero point zero one. That's nice of you. But I'm not going to. Co- I mean, just imagine, though, if I put a hundred bucks on them, I'd make like a million if they won. So. Hey, that's an idea. <laughs> just put ten bucks down on it, make a hundred thousand. You know, that'd be all right. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, just just like a savings account, man. Put ten bucks away and just pretend it ain't there. You never know. That's exactly right. All right, you have an article coming out about Rugnet Odor, so I thought we would maybe mention how great his spring numbers are again. Can we trust him? Well, as previous seasons has has proven to us no unfortunately <laughs> and when i talked to you about this through texts earlier and odor had just homered i had to pull my article down it was going to go up after the game now i'm gonna have to rewrite it a little bit because he did homer again today and he is looking good and when i texted ben his exact response was he's such a good spring training player <laughs> And, and he's he not is. wrong. Yeah, yeah he he's, is. you know, Ben's not wrong at all on that. And yeah, that's that's going to be kind of the 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 circle of the story there. So read that tomorrow evening. I'll have it up at therangerreport.com. But Rugi, we just can't. Uh, past failures, uh, entering the season, and past excellent springs have just proven to us that it's just don't don't bite the apple. Don't take the apple. So. Yep, exactly. And you know, uh, I'm gonna. By the way keep that cut of you saying ben is never wrong ever so I'm gonna... <laughs> just when he just when he disagrees with me yeah so. well you, you said something about me actually right there or being right all the time i don't remember what it was but i'm gonna go back <laughs> i'm gonna go back and grab that cut and keep it so uh all right. That way, whenever you uh, you know you get a prediction right or you get a name right or something, and I get something wrong, you can just play that. I can just drop you saying that. That's right. The best part about recording. But anyway, um, no, I agree. Rugnet really is a great spring training hitter, and uh, he's a slow starter typically in ba- in the season. So we'll see. I'm I'm pretty sure, and we're going to talk about this again that he is going to start at third. But I think you're going to have Colberson there as well. And I think if Rugi trips and falls at all, you're going to see Colberson person starting right and i'm just looking for in rugi more consistency he's gonna have those streaks month-long streaks where he's tearing the cover off the ball and month-long streaks where he's not hitting anything i want to see more consistency and everybody wants to see more consistency because it's really hard to watch a game when he steps up there and you know it's an automatic out 
and that likely the ball's not going to get put in play. So he is, and that's the thing that's crazy is he's a good contact hitter. He really is. Yeah. And it's just as long as he's not in his own head, and that's the thing that's going to kind of the another premise of, of my article that's coming out tomorrow. The less he thinks, the better he's off he's going to be, and I've kind of been harping on that. So right now, everything's so, so far so good over there, and it pencil him in as your starting third baseman. But as you mentioned Charlie Colberson. He is definitely at this point as well, I think, made the roster. He's got the highest batting average. Uh, I'm sorry, second highest batting average at 438 in spring. He's listed as the shortstop, but he's going to play a lot of third and some second as well for Nick Solak, who's another name we need to talk about a little bit more moving forward. Uh, but, yeah, Colberson, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a flat platoon situation there at third where Odor's playing against right-handers when right-handers are on the mound that day and Culberson is on the is in the batter's box and in the lineup whenever a lefty's on the mound. Maybe see that, kind of like with what we were talking about with Cole Calhoun and Chris Davis at DH. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think I think that is going to happen as well. And speaking of that, we'll go ahead and move into our predictions. Um, I'll start. We'll do pitching last this time. So I'm going to start with the, with the infield. Um, all right, catcher, I think we'll have two, Trevino and Heim. I think your first baseman, I think it's going to be Ronald Guzman at this point because I think he's outplayed Nate Lowe in spring training by quite a bit. Uh, I'll get to bench players later because I think Lowe might still make the team. But I think you got Solak at second. I think Ruge is starting third. And then again, I think Culberson will be a bench player. And then obviously, Kiner Falefa will be your shortstop. Mm-hmm. No, I can't go. Can't uh, fault you there at all. That the biggest questions at first. Yeah. And I was watching the game yesterday, and I loved hearing this. They talked about you know him being the Dominican, uh, Dominican summer league, or I'm sorry, Dominican league MVP this this past year, and he's translating that into an awesome spring. But one thing I loved to hear more was CJ Netkowski and Dave Raymond talk about. He's worked on shortening his swing. Uh, we've talked a lot about his big, long, lumbering swing that he, when he gets really good contact, it's just natural power. The ball goes a lot, you know, somewhere really hard or really far. And him being able to shorten his swing should raise the batting average a little bit. You would like to hope, if, as long as he's able to keep it that way. But he's been playing ball year round now at this point. So, man, I'd, yeah. And with his defensive abilities, at first, the Condor right now, to me, would be the starting first baseman for the Rangers. And I do not know. I wish I did. If Nate Lowe had options, I think he does. Uh, I know Ronald Guzman does not. So what they, uh, what CJ Nikowski said yesterday was kind of a, a nifty little saying was it's high noon for Ronald Guzman because he doesn't have any options. And the yeah. Rangers are kind of, kind of, uh, pi- kind of pigeonholed here. So, and he's making it hard on them. And that's a good thing though. So your infield's the same pretty much? Yeah, exactly the same. Right, well, I'll let you hit outfield first, just so uh, if it's the same, you don't always just sound like you're copying me. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cut and dry. Let's put uh, Gallo in right. I'm still sticking with Leody Tavares in center, although we've seen them put Dahl out there a little bit, and obviously Dahl in left. So Tavares in center, Dahl in left, Gallo in right, and another interesting nugget here, real quick about. Uh, Ronald Guzman, they had him out in left field yesterday. So they're trying to move him around to get him on the roster and see if he's got some position flexibility. But yeah, those are my three starters. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think mine's way different. It's Dalton left, Tavares in center, and Gallo in right. So no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point we know that's going to be your starting day outfield. Is going to be those three. I think Eli White has a chance to possibly sneak on this team as a fourth outfielder. Um, he's been playing really good when he's gotten his chances, and then of course, like you said, Guzman's been playing right and now a little left. So yeah, they're moving him around, seeing what he can do. I mean, he's such a big athletic guy. You know, I can see that working out. If he can make that, and he's really motivated. So yeah, I think I think you'll see Guzman at least try out some outfield during the season. Absolutely. So I think what they're what they're doing right now is they're trying to get him used to playing multiple positions because they plan on having him on the roster. To me, that was kind of a signal with him playing left yesterday, and as you mentioned, a little right. And obviously, his best best spot is at first. They both are left-handed hitters, and. I cannot believe I'm going to say this, but the Rangers have too much left-handed hitting. <laughs> so they need a right-hander, but they're, you're not going to get that. Your best players are mostly left-handed. So yep. just go with what you got and, and just try to get both of them plenty of playing time if they do keep low on the roster. Again, I don't know if they ha- if Lowe has any options, so I need to check that. But I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, but they, they expected him to be on the roster when they made the trade. So we'll see. That That's the first base uh, position is, is certainly – the the hot point right now and i agree uh, jose trevino jonah heim at catcher as we start the season all right looking at designated hitter i think it's going to be chris chris davis or uh, willie calhoun obviously but if calhoun's sidelined to start the season it'll be chris davis um but the thing is that would leave four bench players because on the bench i have Coberson low and eli white so i think White might go down to keep uh, Calhoun and Davis both on the roster, or uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I think Calhoun being hurt might have kind of tied the Rangers' hands on having Davis on this roster. Yeah, so we we talked when they made the trade to get him with uh, Elvis Andrews going to Oakland to bring bring Davis in. That there's an there's a possibility he could be a trade piece before the season even starts. I think that's then that's just speculation on us, but there is. They, they, they pretty much have their hands tied, yeah, with uh, needing to have Davis there. Because if not, with Calhoun being there, you would have likely seen a platoon or Davis would have to move or Calhoun. I'm, I don't think they would try to move Calhoun at this point because he's a young player they're trying to build with. So that's the interesting thing is the bench players. Eli White, since he has options, will likely be down in the minors. But you never know. He could be that surprise one and in, in, uh, in one of the players we say – will make the roster do not that is correct i think that he's he's sort of my wild card right now whether he's going to make it or not i don't know yeah. but uh all right do you want to uh you want to hit the bullpen that's going to be a fun one. Oh goodness <laughs> man it's gotten messy in there yes oh. well <clears throat> no i'll let you go first <laughs> <laughs> okay well i can tell you who your closer isn't going to be to start the season yeah. and that's jose leclerc um, you know, I can tell you uh, all the guys that have been sent down to minors camp, they're not going to make the team anymore. So I, I was I was probably wrong on some of them. But no, I think I still think Josh Spores is going to make the team. He's been pitching really well in spring training. Um, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he's had it. He's had it good. I think and I hate to say this because it means that your guy is going to be in the starting rotation. But I think Colby Allard makes the bullpen. Okay. All right, and yeah, that uh, Kyle Cody's looking a little bit better every time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, Jordan Lyles will be in your bullpen. Mm-hmm. I think Hyung Jong Yang from South Korea will be in your bullpen. Uh, I got Jolie Rodriguez, uh, Brett Martin, 
And then, of course, now Ian Kennedy, I think, was going to make this bullpen. And if they go with eight, I think you could also see Wes Benjamin in the bullpen, who's had some great starts and then did not do so well his last outing. Yeah, I can disagree with one. The rest of it, I think you hit. Uh, Wes Benjamin, we, we've he's actually kind of been our golden boy on this podcast. Since yeah, this spring started, and we're it's a story. It'd be a cool story to have him make the roster. Yeah, uh, and we you had him actually picked as a prediction that he makes the fifth spot. Yeah, I really, really had a good first three appearances and a bad last one, but he's kind of been our golden boy throughout the spring training, uh, especially with his first start. We kind of been eyeballing him. It'd be cool for him to make the uh, roster again, a guy without options. So that's that'd be neat to pretty much di- agree with everything. Uh, Spores has been pitching well, and as I forgot to mention earlier, Demarcus Evans is injured. Yep. So he is – I'm wrong on that roster prediction. So – the only other one that I think could throw a wrench in both of our little prediction here that we both agree on again for once, Brett DeGoe has had uh, – uh-huh. Brett DeGoss, Brett DeGoe, I think it's Go. I think so. But uh, he's had a really good spring training as well. So those would be the two I'd look at for that last – bullpen spot that we're talking about josh spores and brett to go so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't argue with that either i i wouldn't be surprised if to go made it either and then also i didn't mention taylor hearn because i believe that the rangers are going to want to work him as a starter in the minor leagues yeah and if you saw him pitch yesterday he looked he looked pretty good the second inning not so much but yeah uh he that first inning uh, he he really pitched very very well. I mean he he can work all pitches and I love watching him pitch. Something about left-handers with smooth deliveries. It just looks effortless. And yeah. he certainly does that. It was it was pretty neat to watch him get out of the first inning just light contact and, and yeah. I I'm, I'm excited about him but also you want to see him starting and he's going to probably have to start in the minors. Well, and for selfish reasons I want him to start in the minors so we can talk with him. Yeah, that'd be great too. Uh, be, <laughs> might be our only time, so our only shot. So I'd love to get to talk to him. I have a have one of my best friends is a huge, huge fan of his. So, or uh, well, at least in the minors. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of his as well. So it ought to be, ought to be good. I think if he starts in the minors, and it won't be long. I don't think before he gets called up at that point because I think there you're going to see a lot of arms like we've talked about going in and out of the Rangers this year. And it's it's going to be funny because we've talked about the tandem starters with the four and five spots in rotation. One guy starts and another piggybacks, and then vice versa. The next outing, or the next spot that for that spot in the rotation. So <clears throat> you could see a lot of alternating between minors in that role between yeah. the minors in that role. So Hearn might pitch a game in the minors, and then in his next spot he comes up and pitches as a as a piggyback or starts the game for the Rangers and then back down it could you could see a lot of that going on so it's going to be interesting for sure and he's just he's a guy that the Rangers have high hope, hopes for and obviously you and one of my best friends Jace has a huge huge high hopes for so uh, yeah we'll see him sooner rather than later for sure I agree. All right, I'll let you hit the starting rotation first. Yeah, no surprises I don't think here. Kyle Gibson, Kohei Arahara, Mike Fultonovich uh, Dane Dunning and my man Kyle Cody. That's who I'm going with. Yeah, I have uh, I have no arguments in that. I think the order might be a little different. Um, I think Dunning might work his way up higher because uh, Ahara hasn't been doing fantastic. But, you know, again, though, we always talk about spring training numbers don't really mean all that much. So, yeah, I think, unfortunately, I think I have the same five. I don't think Wes Benjamin has done enough which I last week I said I thought he had, but now I don't think he's done enough to get that starting that fifth starting spot. 
Yeah, and last week I actually agreed with you. So, well, I mean, he was, <laughs> he, was just, he was he was pitching lights out. Yeah, at that point he hadn't given up a run. So, yeah, that's what that's what a week can do in baseball. Yeah. I mean, a whole week is five to six games. <clears throat> so you'll see a whole lot of things change as far as uh, performance and especially with pitchers that pitch every fourth, fifth day. Yeah, and I think that's probably close. You know, I think. It'll just be between Fulton Evitz and, and RR, depending on how they line up at the end of spring training, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that at all, though. Here in a week. Yeah, <laughs> we will find out here in a week for sure. So, yeah, that is our roster predictions with uh, 10 days to go before the season starts. I thought to finish up tonight, we might take a quick gander at the American League West and how we think it is going to uh, it is going to wind up. So I'll uh, you want to start this one? Yeah, and I'm just going to throw a dart, kind of, because <laughs> that's pretty much what the AOS is this year. That's correct. Uh, I'll be serious with my number one, kind of, <laughs> uh, tongue-in-cheek with this. I'm going to go with Oakland. Tongue-in-cheek. I like it. I like Oakland as the number one team. Behind them, Seattle. Mm. And then Rangers, th- surprisingly, third. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. We'll go with the Rangers fourth and, and, the, and the Angels third. How about that? What does that look like to you? And that puts the Astros last? Yeah, I'm not. I, I just pretended that we were the old AL West is what I did. No. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> no. Let's go. Uh, yeah, Rangers last, Astros second, A's first. And then Seattle, Seattle's got a chance to be a to be a, a real a contender, a real thorn in the side. And uh, yeah, let's, let's just stick with that. Okay, I was pretending right. the Astros weren't there. I see. I like that. I like that. I thought you were actually going to predict them <laughs> no. last. That was really liking that. No, and we'll we'll put the Rangers fifth, and just based off so much youth, so much yeah. youth, it's just going to be hard for them to contend. You know, they might start off really hot and might have a real hot middle of the season that makes it look like they got a chance but not, and realistically let's just let's just uh pump the brakes on that i i guessed it on a podcast i think it's called bringing the heat the other day where i talked about the rangers and i actually had seattle last when he asked me who i thought was going to finish last just hopeful but as i keep looking at them i don't think that's going to happen yeah, they're uh, speaking of young talent. I mean, they they've got it. I mean, yeah, they're a little a they're a little ahead of the Rangers too on those young <laughs> talent playing in the majors. Yeah, they started this rebuilding process a couple of years ago, yeah. so they're they're a little ahead. And like you said, and uh, to me, they could be a team that maybe like the Rangers that they they just hit everything just hits with the yeah. veterans that they sprinkled in and with the young talent that's gotten some experience. They could be one of those teams. That's why I almost I almost put them at first just to, to that would be my surprise division winner. I'll put it yeah. that way. Okay. We'll put them that way. Yeah. Seattle could be a surprise. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised, but be surprised if they win the division. But I'm gonna go with Oakland just because I don't know. Just got a hunch. Well, I'm gonna almost agree with you completely, except unfortunately I'm gonna put the cheaters first. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go what do you I'm gonna go chalk. I'm going to go Astros, uh, A's, Angels, Seattle, and Rangers. So, and I, I like yours better though. You're taking a chance. See, and I'm being, I'm playing it safe this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh well, some, sometimes with predictions, you got to just roll it out there with like we've talked about the, the AL West is just one of those divisions. It's not 
really great. You know, it's not that no. strong this year. So it'd be great to have one super team in that division for that team. But it's not going to be the case this year, which is also good for all the teams, really, especially the Rangers being so young. They're going to be able to compete with these guys. So, yeah. you know, aside from what they do there in Houston, which we're not going to talk about, uh, most of the games should be fairly played. All right. Well, I think that was all we had for tonight. It actually went much longer than I thought it would. Well, we can we continue to impress ourselves. Man, I'm telling you what, we are something <laughs> else. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. All right, so yeah, I'll talk to you next week. All right, bud. Till next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.